Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 208, episode 4 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. Somebody hit me on Twitter and said, it sounds like you're saying Your Daily Zeitgeist at the beginning of the show every time. I was like, huh, (laughs) you sure you're listening, man? Listen up a little closer. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into American shared consciousness, and it's Thursday, October 28th. 2021, which of course means it is Natal Internal Medicine Day? National. (laughs) Oh, I thought, come on, man. Yo, natal. Natal? I mean, when when most of your interactions with the medical industrial complex revolve around uh, babies, that's how I'm going to read that shit. Oh, okay. That makes sense. No, national. Sorry. Natal Internal Medicine. I was like, wow, specific and depressing. Yeah. But yeah, National Internal Medicine. Of course, it is National First Responders Day. And I feel like this one happens maybe once a week, but yeah. it's National Chocolate Day. Uh-oh. <laughs> My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Jark O'Bruckerzerg. <laughs> Got that from the uh, what your name would be if your name was Mark Zuckerberg name generator. <laughs> what? Yeah. They have that? Nah, I just made that up. I can Zuckerbergify your name if you're if you're interested. Uh, I am thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray or oh. Markles Gruckzainberg. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's Miles Gray, aka Pringles are real crunchy. Gonna eat them with some Reese's. Pringles are real crunchy, gonna eat them with some Reese's. Pour those Reese's in my bag, stacking candies makes me glad, but a Starburst (laughs) makes me frown. Though my teeth start to decay, Pringles and Reese's every day, hope that my friend will wanna trade. Okay, (laughs) shout out to Jill of all trades on Discord for that wonderful presence of the United States of America, Peaches inspired aka that's beautiful yeah i love that song so yeah. I, I love it when people hit me with that construction I mean, if i was gonna offer a light critique i would oh, say that okay. of the um potato chips i feel like pringles are the last one i would kind of pair because pringles crunchy. turn into just like a soft potato meal once they're inside your mouth but yeah you know oh. nobody fucking asked me <laughs> it feels like a like it's not it's like a like the communion wafers sexy cousin yeah what a pringle is yeah you know like that mean? is definitely made from like a blended up light. slurry of, you know because that uh, when you take yeah. the eucharist you know you accept the body of christ that Thank that's you. light and airy you know and of that kind of reminds me of a pringle with no seasoning on it yeah that's how they that's how they came up with it. I think it says that in the Bible, right? It's like right. the <laughs> Eucharist must be a light. Once you uh, pop, you cannot stop. <laughs> the body it comes of to the BOC, as they call it. The big <laughs> you the with body the of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think Pringles got hit because uh they don't have much potato in them. It's a lot of uh, all starch, flour, <laughs> other uh, file under the ingredient category of other. Well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by one of the hottest young stand-up comedians <laughs> and margarita aficionados in the nation. Yeah, He's at the top of both lists. You've seen him on Conan, Last Comic Standing, Bill Burr's Comedy Central stand-up show, The Ringers. And he filmed his first Comedy Central special in 2021, 
You may also know him as the winner of the title of wittiest in the Franklin <laughs> County High School's 2009 yearbook. Please oh, yeah. welcome the Honor. brilliant, the talented Caleb Sinan. Oh, man. With that intro, I, it sounds like it's going to be somebody better than me. No, but it's oh, just no. Hey, right on point. <laughs> you earned it all. And we started off with some religious talk because don't you have yeah. a religious background? Oh, yeah. My dad's a preacher. Right, Son right, of a preacher, right. man. Yeah, that's right. Quite literally, boy, that song was not accurate. Been <laughs> 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 talking right. up a big game for sixty yeah. years. They're like, oh, right. I heard about the sons of preachers. You're like, nah, it's I, like, I, oh boy, I, I, I don't know if what I can say? touch you as tenderly as the that. The reality is, yeah, uh, it's a lot of. He's just like a real <laughs> giving, tender lover. Is that the son of the preacher man in that? In that, song? I mean, we're probably not even a lover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, it's just like. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> we're all we're all nice but it's like oh it's not uh we're the guys you date in the first half of a, like a romantic comedy before you meet the real guy that you need right. yeah mm-hmm. yeah not the, the, who is it who meg ryan really fucks over in sleepless in seattle is it it's one of the bills i think pullman maybe yeah bill pullman greg Kinnears. that's that's our yeah our, that's yeah. that's who it is great you don't end up with the son of a preacher man you <laughs> <laughs> I always felt bad for that dude. Like all he did was like have allergies right. and like he was yeah. really, really nice and also like <laughs> the kindest person ever when she was like, hey, so I'm kind of in love with this guy who's not you, who I've never met, but I got to go see. And he's like, do it. Yeah, absolutely. See, what a good guy. What yeah. a good guy. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Why Why don't people go after that guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your Caleb Sinans of the of the world, you know. Yeah, we're out here. You know, we don't really have many skills, and but we're nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're nice, and we have a lot of guilt. So come on, <laughs> come on by, come on by. You have guilt for our three of us. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say the thing. Like, I always heard about Catholic guilt, and I was like, that. Like, they're acting like, oh, we're the guiltiest, and I'm like, come yeah. on, man. I'm whoa, from the whoa, south yeah. too. Our, I got here. southern guilt. I got yeah. the all of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Catholics just they're they love drama. They they want to be, you know, persecuted. So they Yeah. You know, I've they, had it with Catholics. Uh, am I right? <laughs> Thank Come on. you. Who's with me? <laughs> first we first we make fun of the BOC and then we uh then I talk shit about Catholics. This dude, is... taking shots at the Papal Sea? What's up? Dude? I know. All right. <laughs> well, Caleb or Carbomac Seikman's Gerb. We are going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things uh, that we're talking about, that we're going to talk about uh, the the pipe dream, the ultimate pipe dream of America, the taxing of the rich. Oh, I just, I thought you said free guns for dogs. (laughs) But yeah, that is actually way more accurate. (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk about Facebook and Dear Leader, if we have time. We're going to talk about Fox Weather just launched, everyone. <laughs> uh, right. Fox oh, News' weather, weather channel, channel baby. Computer. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's it's interesting. It, it fits nicely into their portfolio because Fox News ignores and exacerbates climate change, which leads to horrifying storms, which then they get to cover on Fox Weather, which, you know, it's a money-making machine. Boom. Uh, so we'll talk about that vision, all of that. Plenty more, but first, Caleb, we do like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are, friend? Oh, 
Oh, it's so it's so horrific. Because <laughs> I, I always forget about that question, and so I look back through it, and then I'm like, okay, can't say that one. Uh, right. Can't say. <laughs> just hey. it's all very embarrassing. Like, yeah. uh, can I microwave an egg? Like, <laughs> dumb, dumb stuff. Where you're like, oh, this is revealing too much. One of them was Dennis Prager Young, and I was like, There's no. <laughs> it was like. Cause he got COVID and he looked like shit. And I was like, did he always look like shit? So I like, I wanted to right. see him, <laughs> but I'm just like, this is how I'm spending my time. Yeah. A lot of them were just me to see what was on- online about me. So yeah, it's just a horrible, horrible search history. It's very, very embarrassing. Was Dennis Prager a snack? Speaking of microwave egg. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> dude, he like a microwave egg. <laughs> Uh, uh, I mean, he looks the same. He looks the same. Uh, I just... Uh, <laughs> ah, damn. Temple of Doom shirtless was on there. I just, for some reason, I can't remember, Temple probably at a bar, and I was like, oh, no one was hotter than Harrison Ford in the 80s. And they're like, no, Ryan Gosling. And then it was just like, I don't know why I was in a fight that I had to prove <laughs> who had the best uh, the best. Was there, argument, was there argument Ryan Gosling in the 80s? Because that would have oh, been no. problematic. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, that's why yeah. we Googled Dennis Prager Young after that. <laughs> cleanse that timeline. Yeah. That 100%. <laughs> what is something you think is overrated? Ooh, work. That was a no-brainer. I There's Ooh. a lot of, for some reason, my algorithm got a bunch of this hard work posts where it's like, it'll be a picture of, of Jeff Bezos, like, pointing at the camera, and it's like, work hard, <laughs> do push-ups, yeah. start a business. Turn off your phone, read a book, build a house, fuck you. <laughs> and it was yeah. just like, ah, like, like, did you wake up poor today, bitch? And I'm like, yeah. no, <laughs> I hate work. I've done. I'm glad more people are realizing it's a waste of your life. And uh, get out of here with all that work shit. Done with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so that, that subreddit is popping. The, the hate work subreddit? The, the anti-work one. Yeah, I mean, because oh, I yeah. think as more people become so disillusioned with, you know, like the just vile reality of like living in capitalism, it's like you really do like, wait, why the fuck? What's the work for? And, oh, right. horrible. And, horrible. The first you know, day like, I had a necessary? job. Yeah. It's so, it's so sad. I, I can't. Uh, I remember literally I was 15 the first day I like worked somewhere. <laughs> right. Or I think I was just about to turn 60. Whatever the law was. I, it was that day at midnight. Right. And, right. Uh, my parents were like, get to work. And I worked at <laughs> Woke a, a, you a, up. Yeah. Get to work. <laughs> hey, come on. It's not illegal anymore. And uh, <laughs> so I, I went to work at this grocery store and it was, it was like I had an hour left in my shift and I went to the bathroom and I just like looked out the window at the moon like this is, can't be what life is. Work? Oh, right. like I, I was so sad. I was I'm 15. Like, yeah. Right. This is Bullshit. Bad. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. So no more work. Yeah, fuck work. I did. It's all right. Let's yeah, just work. turn off the mics, dude. Yeah, let's get out of here. Well, I mean, so <laughs> well, this I'm, isn't work. This is fun, right? Yeah, that, uh, I mean, that's that's the blessing, yourself, man. I gotta yeah. see this guy every day. You yeah, know, no, well, <sighs> fucking can't believe this shit. This guy says we have to cut out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what are you saying, Caleb? Yeah, we love it here. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, anything you can do over Zoom, I don't consider. I, I, when I think of work, I think of stacking stuff, picking something up that's heavy. 
Oh yeah, trust me. I, I constantly in my mind, I'm like, I'm like thinking of what my ancestors on both my Japanese and black sides think of me being a podcaster, and I'm like, oh yeah, they're, they're laughing their asses <laughs> off. <at me. laughs> they're laughing we their asses. And then my yeah. therapist is like, don't you think that they would also be like relieved that you don't have to engage in the labor they had to? Like that's part of their hope for their future generation. I'm like, yeah, maybe, but like I still hear my grandfather. Laugh. No, they don't like me. <laughs> No, they think I'm uh, stupid. They're mad at me. <laughs> they're mad at me. They're fucking mad at me. You know how. Well, they're mad, but your grandchildren are going to be like talking you up like crazy. Like, like, oh, he came to this country with $8,000 in his Patreon and a dream. And he, right. he had his, <laughs> him and his co-hosts, you know, they, they were doing ad reads before you could. And, oh, man, it's going to be. Epic. Epic. They were stories. improvising ad reads when they used to be verbatim reads. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we should mercy kill grandpa before yeah. the climate wars start. <laughs> That's right. I was talking about that with my friend who's like about to become a father. I'm like, do you ever just think of like how they might have to put us out of like put us to pasture to survive like when push comes to shove in like 60 years? Oh, hell yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll be in the pasture. Enough. I don't yeah. want to be doing nothing. Yeah, I'll be like, look, put me in that pasture, baby. I'm going to go be, the other grandpas <laughs> up to the mountain. Yeah. I'm just going to watch old YouTube clips till we die. It'll be fun. <laughs> if you need me, I'll be uh, out behind the barn with a uh, gun in my mouth. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for you guys to uh, come through. Just in case, oh, you know, it's your call. No, but... We gamed it out to the point where like, well, what if you just had a cyanide capsule in like one of your dentures? So then right. like when that moment came, you could Ooh. look at your kids and be like, I'm doing this for me. Right. And then you're like, <laughs> And then they don't have to live with having to put their <laughs> elderly grandparents to pass. Honestly, that's that's polite. That's what grandparents yeah. should do. Get that mm -hmm. cyanide capsule and your reverse mortgage and uh, take yourself out. <laughs> Get your cyanide dentures, your reverse <laughs> yeah. mortgage, Get and your commemorative coin. <laughs> I do wonder what the what having seen the baby boomers growing old as badly and as selfishly as they have will do to like future generations of people like the elderly if we're just gonna be like man that sucked like just don't right don't, like th don't they're gonna ruin us. like the elderly brand because people like the predominating memory is gonna be of boomers not like the silent generation or like some of our grandparents like oh grandpa and then that hatred will extend to the elder the truly geriatric millennials when it's yeah. our time like, like you're fucking boomer and i'm like what i'm i was born in the 80s <laughs> There's a uh, there's like a counter narrative in uh, mental health that like talks about how the old, like people's happiness generally improves with with age. Right. And but like we don't what? pay attention to that because they like actually get, you know, they, they turn into things that like capitalism can't use. So we just kind of shunt them off to uh, rooms where we don't have to look at them. Mm -hmm. But and I, they're I, happy about that. Uh, no, they're not happy. About that. <laughs> they're How are they not happy? About... What's yeah. your secret? I was put in a broom closet. <laughs> like you figure out how to work your brain and ignore the things that you need to ignore to be happy, I guess. Oh, wow. But I do, I do feel like that's definitely not coming through with the baby boomer generation as they all just like descend into, you know, fox poisoned brain territory. Oh, I know. I just, it's not a good time. Like, I, whatever happened, remember when old people would watch Matlock and MASH and, and like, uh, yeah. some, some Don Knotts thing. You didn't yeah. know why that was on. Well, and yeah. now they're, just, they're mad. They just go to sleep mad every night. Like, what are you doing? You're yeah. Listening to Mark Levin yell at you 
for five <laughs> hours a day. What? I love it. You're like, really? <laughs> Why are you so? Watch something nice, you know, go Never to the beach. Angrier. I mean, yeah. happier. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. Go to the beach so you can see these socialist teens dressed up like God knows what. These kids, these yeah. kids are confused. They don't know what's going on anymore. Can't go anywhere. I know. It's like they they think they they work at Congress. They're like, oh, I gotta listen to these this bill. Let me read right. this bill. It's like you you worked your whole life. Why don't you chill out? Why are you retiring to watch Fox yeah. News? Well, yeah. every other indicator has shown me I'm completely out of control. So this is the one thing I've tricked myself into thinking I can control. Yeah, yeah. I wish <laughs> they would read the fucking bills. They the, instead they just you know take Tucker Carlson's word for it or oh, some yeah. dude on Facebook. <laughs> What is uh what is something you think is underrated? Oh, I've been talking about this. Um, this was the the best discovery I made during lockdown. Was uh, people always talk about, ooh, is it is John Lennon better than Paul McCartney? And it's the whole thing is a smokescreen. George Harrison has been better than all of them this whole time, mm. and nobody knows, nobody knew, but yeah, he is he is the best by uh, a lot. And uh, check him out. He's on Spotify wherever you listen to music. This guy's great. <laughs> <laughs> check him out way better like, than the other guys that was dangerously <laughs> close to a uh like piece of branded content for george harrison like you yeah, had the even had the tag wherever yeah, he's long wherever dead but listen. uh check him out yeah good stuff what were the Beatles songs that he uh that he wrote i feel like something some... which frank sinatra called the greatest uh love song of the 20th century Right. And while my guitar gently weeps, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of great bangers. And yeah, check him out. Let it be. I don't, think, I don't know those? if he did that. Oh. But, uh, I just did George George Harrison Beatles songs. <laughs> it's like but, all of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Hey, Jude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meet like, the Beatles. Sure, that was Paul. <laughs> <laughs> he did that one, uh, Me and Yoko in the bed for a while. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the drummer. All those, all those classic Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's, uh, he, oh, he wrote, very here relaxing. Comes the sun. Yeah, here comes the sun. Very good for a shower. Nice yeah. for a, a evening mean. stroll. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, very relaxing. If you're stressed out during these tough, tough times, give George Harrison a listen. Uh, long, long, long from the White Album. Yeah, these are, these are among their best. Here Comes the Sun is my kid's favorite Beatles song at the moment. And oh really so good yeah, yeah i always so watch um from the concert for bangladesh the yeah, when yeah. billy preston comes out to do that's the way god planned it i think that's one of the one of my favorite like live performances of a musician ever but it's weird you can youtube took it down years ago so i always have to go to like daily motion to just catch right. that clip but yeah and it's hard to find clip. that album anywhere yeah I don't know what the fuck is the so deal good. with that yeah yeah all right well let's take a quick break and we will be right back And we're back. And the second pipe dream of America, the, the one that's in second place between giving dogs free guns, is the idea that one day we might be able to tax the rich and yeah. use that money to help the rest of the country. And it's actually it's actually being discussed right now. How's that yeah, going, Miles? It's a huge part of the fucking <laughs> agenda and no one no one's fucking on board with anything with these Democrats. So Joe Manchin 
recently made it clear that he is just he's hearing about this new thing. He's like taxing billionaires. He's like, oh, I got concerns about that. I don't know. About, <laughs> I don't know about targeting people, as he said. Okay, because oh, it's the seven hundred wealthiest individuals in the country. I just wonder his actual quote around it because he's OMG very scared. Quote: I don't like it. I don't like the connotation that we're targeting different people. Huh. That's a very interesting <sighs> statement. And, you know, we have Kirsten Cinema, who has told, I think we discussed lobbyists out loud to their face straight up. I will. I'm not interested in raising taxes on corporations and things like that. But there seems to be some movement because Senators Wyden, Warren and King have introduced two bills to help pay for a potentially transformational agenda. And I say potentially because like anything that starts out as a bill being introduced can be completely stripped away down to absolute nothing, or it'll get held up in courts where they will have to redefine things like income or accountants can just find even better loopholes. But putting that aside, let's pretend that for this moment of positivity that this could potentially go through the way it is. So the first bill is aimed at taxing the wealthiest companies who, you know, they've been afforded the luxury of an absolutely nonsense tax code that allows them to basically pay nothing uh, on right. their profits. So what this bill specifically would do would apply to companies that report more again. So before you start grasping your small business pearls, we're talking about companies who have been generating more than a billion dollars in profits each year. This is who we're talking about, the, the huh. super wealthy companies. And this is over a three year period and would impose an across the board 15 percent tax rate on those profits. Now, when you consider things like Amazon, how they effectively pay less than five percent on their profits through all the legal fuckery and, and like tax trickery, going to 15 percent, I think, would be a pretty good place to start. And so that's sort of the first dimension is to go after companies. The second is to go at individual earners. And this is where Joe Manchin doesn't like the idea of just singling people out like the 700 wealthiest fucking Americans in the country. Well, it might um, hurt their feelings. That hurts people's feelings. That you I, them know, out. Like, what you, I know. What, and, <laughs> and listeners, and I, I'm sure you I'm sure all the listeners know someone like this. We all have a friend who makes more than a hundred million dollars per year and they have more than one billion dollars in assets for three straight years. We get that. We're like, dude, that's my neighbor. Right. Relax on, relax on this guy. So this thing would essentially be like, look, this is who need, who we really need to make sure are paying the fucking taxes. It would require them to give the IRS a detailed account of how much of the assets they own or gain lost each year. It's called mark to market, right. apparently, in lingo terms. Uh, so like the you... thi the way that we, we talked before about how they avoid is that it's a, a lot of their money is tied up in stocks. Right. And so yeah, like, and real they just oh. like keep it in the stock markets and in real estate <laughs> and then they don't have to pay taxes like the rest of us. And uh. but they can borrow against the fact that they have. $300 billion, you know, like right. they, that they'll still get any loan at the best possible rate, which yeah. enables them to just yeah. have basically unlimited money. Isn't that the, <laughs> that's the funniest excuse I've ever heard. Like, I can't be, all my money's tied up in stocks. I don't know right. what I'm going to do. Right. That's like, yeah. it, like, <laughs> oh, I can't pay taxes. All my money's in my pocket. What do you want me to get it out of there? Right. Like, no, right. That's not uh, fair. I didn't even use it. Someone took all my money and put it in stocks. I don't know how I'll ever. Get, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> right. Government. And because 
you're not paying capital gains until they're realized, right? Until you sell your stocks or you sell your real estate, that's when capital gains come in. So again, like you're saying, Jack, if you need some some fun money, some funny, fun, fun money to go fucking pee jet around and fuck the earth over and spend, you know, your, your luxurious lifestyle. You just take loans out against your already massive wealth. And then now you can take the interest payments that you from that loan to offset any other income taxes that you would have. So it's just a fucking it's a beautiful setup. And the way the really the easy way to sort of put this into perspective is right, because they're able to do these things like say, I park my money in the stock market, so I don't have to pay anybody fucking anything. And it just right. chills there. For example, in 2018, the top 25 individual earners in the United States were over worth over $1 trillion. It would take Whoa. over 14 million just wage earning Americans, not to say that you're on hourly wages, but people who aren't just like hyper wealthy, 14 million, over 14 million, just normal people to create that wealth, to create, to get to $1.1 trillion. Now, the tax bill for wage earners was $143 billion from those people, from just the, the wage earners in the, in the United States. The personal federal tax bill for the top 25, 1.9 billion. Hmm. Because of all this, all these loopholes to exploit. And yeah. we wonder why, like, with all these, we have no money for, like, you know, transformational programs because we're more and more accommodating class of people to find ways to just keep their money very safe. So, again, this would be a very interesting move forward because I think it'll force, I'm sure it'll, people find new loopholes, but to not engage in at least the beginning of trying to lock this thing down and try and get a handle on income inequality or just inequality in general. Yeah. Wow, we got to stop calling them loopholes. That, that's right. a cutesy name for a, a evil crime. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> you're a cheating shit. What are you snuck doing? Through a it's a loophole. Loopy, loopy, loop. Hey, come on. Look what I found. A it's just like, stop. People are dying. A loop -de People are starving yeah. and sleeping on the street. You're, just because yeah, all the little IRS taxi loopies? No. <laughs> no. People in my community aren't dying because of lack of research. Just because of a little loopy. It's a little loophole. Come on. I didn't put the loophole there. And I think and we saw through the Pandora papers just exactly how this is all working. Like there, right. there's so much wealth out there that is not being taxed and yeah. they're laughing their asses off because it's so easy to get. It's not even hard to do yeah. because we're not even taking the initiative to be like, OK, we're not going to it can't be this easy. It has to be just slightly easy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Dude, I got bumped up to first class for the first time a couple of weeks ago on a oh. flight. And uh, let me tell you, Congratulations. I've never been so mad at rich people. The fact this is just their life all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Pay your taxes. You get to fly first class. It's right, the nicest right. thing that's ever happened to me. Well, then yeah. it's also like whenever you think about like, oh, I remember that a time I got upgraded on an international flight. I thought oh. I was the fucking claw from Toy Story was coming to take <laughs> me away. Like, I promise. I was like, yes, please. <laughs> and when you go there, I'm like. I'm like, shit, yeah, I'm in the fucking seat that costs $3,500 for yeah. a one-way ticket to. Yeah, and yeah. then you look around, and you're like, I'm like almost want to like rob the person next to him. Like, bro, you paid $3,500 for this? What the fuck are you doing, bro? Let me run your fucking pockets real quick. Yeah. Like, it's also, it also, it's like kind of does your head in in that sense, too, because you, you'll be in the proximity of like, you're just like, holy shit, man, this is a different reality. It's like, 
I spend, yeah. these people spend thousands of dollars to just even go to like New York. And I'm right. like, dude, where's the fucking update alert when I can get it for like 200? Yeah. Right. And what are you doing? Okay. If, if flying to New York and for a thousand bucks is nothing to you, what are you making in New York? They're about to go to New York and like right. burn down an entire neighborhood for, for <laughs> Raytheon yeah. or whatever evil people do. Cause yeah. man, <laughs> that's crazy to me. I yeah, test awesome. crowd disbursement technology. Okay. <laughs> okay, get off my back. So I work for the people. I work with people. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, working like just finding out like just specific people's pain points and like working through those. <laughs> huh? I create. Oh, uh, okay. I create uh, terror weapons and evil carceral technologies. Uh, right. Yeah. I invented waterboarding in 1996. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> kind of a goof with me and my frat brothers. Yeah. And one of them ended up at the CIA and asked if he could kind of pay me for oh, the intellectual man. property on that. And yeah, now I'm here. flying. What first percentage of CIA torture techniques came like directly in a hazing? pipeline from Yale frat hazing? Like I'm almost positive. <laughs> it's like mostly just skull and bones shit that they're right. like. Oh, remember that time when we did that to Bushy? Yeah. So like, yeah, remember that time we, we got that Al-Qaeda cell and then we put him in that CIA black site interrogation room, put an eight ball of cocaine on the table and said, you don't come out till this is done. And then we interrogated him. Yeah, they were all over the place, huh? So I like this story just made me like because the outrage isn't there like the it doesn't feel like we're mad enough about just the overall state of like how little these assholes pay. And I wonder if like one of the things that we've talked about that is unique about the American tax system is that like we have to do the taxes like in other countries, they just send you a bill and they're like, hey, this we figured out how much you owe. This is what you owe. So just send us a check. Yeah. And right. In America, we have these like forms they basically put the like mindless just awful bureaucratic work on on us so yeah. that we have to do it and i'm just wondering if they do that so that when like the subject of taxation comes up we're like our brain just turns off we're just like fuck like or we're also like more empathetic to other people who have to pay taxes. Like paying taxes is such an awful thing that we're just like, yeah, don't don't tax them more. Like that's that's mean. Taxing <laughs> taxes bad, you know? Right. Like it because it doesn't make sense other than just that turbo tax is like lobbying them. But like it, yeah. I feel like the like the the way that we'll never get Medicare or uh, Medicare for all because they, you know, like being able to make people feel like they'd die if they left their job. Like that's, you know, I think there's like psychological conveniences at work in a lot of the shit that they do that kind of keeps the system in place. That's one thing that's so weird to figure out where you're like, Oh, I, if I don't work, I'll die. Right. <laughs> like, I'll starve yeah. and then I'll die. Yeah, yeah, no, what? go ahead and leave your job and then you won't have what? health insurance and <laughs> you could die and in dying bankrupt your family and all future generations. And then they, they no, got to go, go we know we got to have taxes. So they've they've managed to convince people 
okay, right. we need taxes. Who should we get it from? The people with money or the people without it? And they've actually convinced people like, no, the people without it should pay, right. not the people. Yeah. I'm a job creator. Yeah, I'll let right. me take it from you. Like, what? Yeah. How? How do we not <laughs> take it from the rich guy? What are we doing? They're like a thousand bucks to someone who makes like a, you know, 40K a year. That's nothing to take away from them. But right. then if I got to pay a million bucks, that's so much money. Are you yeah, serious? Think about that. Don't th- And don't think of it of it being a proportion of my overall wealth either. Just a million dollars objectively as a number is too high. Right. Stupid. Not doing <laughs> it. But yeah, it's just all also very complicated. And yeah, like it's 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 funny you talk about like just the barbaric nature of like capitalism, too, because you see all these like memes now that are people like quitting on their bosses, like text yeah, yeah. capture threads and like. Yeah. So many of the replies from when they're like, hey, you got to come in. This person's not coming in. They're like, no, I like I told you I needed this time off. Their first thought is like, think about your health insurance or like some weird yeah. shit oh, like wow. that. Always, and you're like, yeah. yeah, of course, because that's the like they're just articulating the the whole grift here, which is, yeah. So it's the threat of death. Right. If you don't give us your labor. Yeah. Oh, they man. call it a taut labor market versus a like labor market with some slack in it. And we currently are giving them a taut labor market where, you know, they can't find enough laborers to fill all the jobs. And that is they're like, what the fuck is going Hopefully on? They will be taught a fucking lesson. A fucking lesson. I used to have to every job I had where I'd have to go buy and get the check on payday when I mm-hmm. wasn't working. I would always make sure to wear something that was impossible to work in in case they were like, oh, while you're here. (laughs) So I would wear like a Hawaiian shirt and flip flops and a fucking, you know, cowboy hat. You are not getting me to work today. Right. Right. Oh, man. I used to just run in and out. Like I would call. I'd be like, yo, like on that Friday, like, yo, the checks in. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. They're like, all right, I'm gonna come up real quick. I'm like, is like, is Mark there? Like the owner? They're like, no, no, no. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, because I I thought of it like the boss was like half teacher, half parent. Like I thought I had to. Like if they say work, I gotta do it. So I'm I gotta. I can't let them even ask. Right, and it's funny. Like if are we taught that from an early age? You know, to be as subordinate as possible. Hey, it depends on what what party you're in. The reasons could be different. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But other yeah. countries, I feel like, have healthier relationships. And the big difference is that their bosses don't hang the, hey, think about your health insurance. Think about your family getting sick and making it so you have to yeah, but move. That coercive shit's everywhere, though, you know. Like, oh, for even, sure. It's like, just the laws there don't <laughs> don't allow that for the most right, part. Right, right. Like, or you could be like in the case like Japan where they're like, we actually need to legislate to get people to work less hard. Right. Because it's destroying <laughs> right. the population. Yeah. Oh, wow. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk Facebook. Let's talk about oh, yeah. the boss, Mark, who we're all trying to avoid. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to work today, Mark. You know, the company seems like they've lost control of the product. <laughs> There are thousands of pages of internal documents that were provided to Congress that provide like they they basically have all this data on the harms they cause with all of their products. And like it's it just shows exactly how they document the harm. They pretend to do something about the harm, but then they slow walk or sideline efforts to address real harms that you know, they've caused or created or magnified. And there's a good example 
there's this New York Times story about their decision to, or like they, they started to test the idea of removing the like button from Instagram. I think a lot of people remember that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's a great example of how this was a front page New York Times story. The New York Times just covered it as though, hey, Facebook was trying to like address these harms that they saw. They just took the like button away from Instagram and people didn't like it for some reason. And it's like, that is a terrible, like half-assed solution that was designed to fail and prove that they have no choice but to like bait people and make them angry. It's just right. like over and over in all these papers in every example where there is harm that is being caused by Facebook, but that is also making Facebook a more effective like ad platform, which is essentially what they are. They will like the energy is behind making money and rising, mm-hmm. raising the stockholder prices. There's no energy behind the people who are bringing solutions to the table. So they'll hire these really experienced people with great ideas. And then those people will either, you know, they, they'll never fire them, but those people will just immediately realize like what a load of shit it is and how <laughs> much they don't give a fuck about any of this and quit and then become whistleblowers, which is the part of their plan that hasn't exactly worked out. But yeah, and and their stock price, you know, they, it was also reported last week that they are giving a global platform to, you know, anti-vax doctors who are spreading disinformation. Their accounts have grown by like 13,000%. Oh my God. And that's 13,000% since Facebook identified it as a problem and like banned the, so they, these like anti-vax doctors have like grouped together. They had an organization, Facebook banned the organization's page, but they didn't ban any of the like members of the page whose accounts then just like exploded and have resulted like one of the leaders of the group is a PhD in immunology from the University College Dublin, who instructed people on like all that she's like stepping into the like realm of like legally advising people on sovereign citizen bullshit. She was apparently consulting the people who stole a COVID patient out of the hospital. What? Yeah. Because they were like, you you guys are killing him. We need to like. They're like, he's going to die here. He's like, come yeah. with us, come with us. And then that guy what? died. Yeah. Like, then that, oh. that guy was rushed back to the hospital a day later and died. What and f- don't steal patients. It right. was, that, that video's fucked up, dude. This guy is so desperate and confused. This old, he's like, no, 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 come with us. And they're like, sir, like the doctor's like, we really are telling you, you should not leave. And he's like, right. uh-huh. and he's like, come with, and the guy's like, come with us if you want to live. And right. it's like, what are you fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, whatever happened to idiots staying home stay home and be a fucking moron don't go stealing uh, patients keep your ideas internet, in your head the internet happened man yeah uh, facebook just because you can find an audience and you're like, maybe i'm not wrong right because <laughs> these other people agree uh-oh let's bring back laziness be a lazy yes. QAnon person thank you stay home <laughs> stay retired <laughs> stay and home and watch tv you know, as all of this information is coming out, you know, Facebook's been having one of the worst weeks in company history, like as in the history of any company. Mm-hmm. 50 <laughs> news stories have laid out Facebook's utter failures to police its own platform. 
and their share price was rising at the beginning of this week. So it, it's exactly like the central problem is that all they care about is shareholder prices and all the shareholders care about is the things that are driving the prices and they don't give a fuck that they're, you know, breaking the world. Yeah, yeah. I would do it. We, that movie about them came out 11 years ago. We've known like, they, oh, Facebook is turns out. And I'm like, turns out it was right. the number one movie was right. fuck this company. And that was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. Good Lord. It, it's also really it's I mean, I people haven't even begun or slowly the conversations just become coming out about like Facebook as it relates to India, because India yeah. is actually the largest user base for the company. But the United States gets like 87 percent of the company's like global budget in terms of like time spent on like battling, you know, misinformation. And you, when you look at what's happening in India and the things that have proliferated on Facebook there, you're like, this is a whole other fucking crisis. But yeah. <laughs> right now there's it's like there, there there's so many bad things happening that I'm like, I'm hoping legislators can keep track of it all because you know, the effects are just so far reaching. Yeah. Shut it off. Can we just shut it off? Like there's gotta be something like that we one Monday. Could, uh, shut off. Turn off right. this website. <laughs> what like does a that, website yeah. have to do to get shut off? Okay, come just on. Keep the good parts of connecting people like a, with like a WhatsApp or yeah. like the commerce things where people can actually support themselves. But this whole other shit, it's like, whatever. Yeah. That's why we'll see what happens. I mean, this whole week, you know, the Senate is speaking to a lot of people in tech, so we'll see what they what they make of that. We need oh, a, we need the social network, too, because the that movie yes. made him look like an asshole, but like a fun asshole who you were kind of like not yeah. rooting for. But it was like, you know, you saw the seeds of like what we're seeing come to fruition now. But like what that's a that's a great movie. And it's also like you need to for the record show like all the awful shit that has happened since then. Yeah. And he I think that branded him as just like he's a little college student. He's wearing right. a hoodie. He's not yeah. a super villain. He's just he's just in his dorm room being a college boy. It's like, yeah. no, he's a full grown man who's evil and yeah. rich and destroying the planet. And he's, yeah. oh, he wears the same thing every day. Hey, yeah, man, he it. drinks Snapple in his dorm room. <laughs> right. right. OK, he's he's on his way to fucking the earth. Right. Right. <laughs> on my way to destroy if everything. If Hitler just wore a hoodie, he could brand, he, he would be like, oh, come on. He's got a hoodie right. on. What's he going to do? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that's dude. Michael Jordan's mustache. He's like a, just a Bulls fan, <laughs> yeah. probably. Come on. Relax. <sighs> there needs to be like a downfall type treatment of Facebook. Like, you know, look yeah. at the like, last days like of Hitler and stuff where you can just be like, dude, it's a mess. It's pathetic. It's dangerous. There's nothing good going on here. Like there's no... There's no cool track from garbage doing like a cover of Hotel California or something <laughs> playing to like make it kind of offset how grim everything is. Like people really need to see just how, you know, sadly, that's the only way people know how to communicate. It's like, is there a movie that kind of explains <laughs> yeah. uh, how democracy's backsliding across the earth because of Facebook? I mean, movies and, you know, prestige yeah. TV shows are incredibly important for like giving people the imaginary or imaginative vocabulary to understand things so i know get God. get it done we don't need it to be you uh fucking what's his name 
writer. Sorkin? Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin. Yeah, Sorkin does not does not need to be a Sorkin joint. No, Although, no, 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 no. You know, they're fun, but I just Unreliable feel like narrator. we would get some... There'd be some we, revisionist. You, you own the Finsta. What, what, sell me a Finsta and I'll, <laughs> I'll make this all go away type shit from, uh, from him. Yeah, he completely doesn't understand it. Like Mark Zuckerberg's talking to like Navendra Modi in India and he's like, yes, sell me a Finsta. He's like, all right, dude. <laughs> Click. And you're like, you see that's how it happened. Dun, dun, dun. Who would be the best director for that? For the writer, writer, director, maybe. Well, it needs to actually be to get the information out. It should be a real average director who's popular, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. If you want people to see it, get uh, get who's the guy that makes Fast and the Furious? What's the, that's that guy's <laughs> name? Do do that. Oh, that guy, the the Asian director. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it? James something? Justin. Yeah, Lin. Justin. Yeah, Lin. Yeah. Justin. Get Lin. Justin Lin on it. We'll see it. But. <laughs> But no, I think, you know, Sam Mendes, because he does like really good, like America's so fucked up movies. Right. Yeah. Like, th- and there's and like, like also like they're gut shots when you watch silent them. evil people, I feel like is yeah. a specialty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that might be interesting. Because I just think of like what's um like Revolutionary Road. Oh, God. That yeah. was a fucking neck breaker. I was like, oh, fuck. dude. Yeah, that was tough. That was hard to. <laughs> right. And even like treating like Michael Shannon's character, who was like the like more aware than anyone in that time, like portraying like how everyone's like, oh, he's off. He's disturbed. And yeah, like, right. He's kind of seeing the Matrix while all of you are fucking shoving your heads down anyway. Right. Yeah. If you see the Matrix, you got to win. You can't come in second. <laughs> or the Wachowskis. <laughs> Fuck it. The Wachowskis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hell Matrix. yeah. Hell Just yeah. to give enough that people are like, fuck. Wow. <laughs> Just to turn it up so you really understand what the fuck's going on. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And Fox Weather just launched. Oh. Uh, R.I.P. to the planet Earth. Uh, they dumped $10 million into Fox Weather, uh, which is a free ad-supported 24-hour channel you can get either on TV or through an app. And hold on to your butts, guys, because this weather app uses cutting-edge 3D radar <laughs> and the unprecedented technology future view that allows you to check the weather several months ahead. Oh, get oh the come f- on. Several fucking months? It's just Come amazing on. that, like, the entire, like, the pitch that they're, like, launching this thing on is just Poor such shit. a blatant lie. It's just yeah. a total lie. Like, that's Ugh. impossible. That's several months ahead is, like, when the butterfly flapping its wings uh, outside <laughs> yeah. my window right now has created a monsoon in uh, India. Like, And we're not going to tell you what it feels like either. We don't care about your fucking feelings. We're yeah. going to tell you what the temperature is, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no agenda. No explanation no agenda. for why your home was lost in a r- terrible mudslide due to torrential downpours that could have been anyway, no politics, <laughs> just numbers and circles. Yeah, but me- meteorologists say like anything outside of 2 weeks is yeah, not feasible and l- lower well, George Soros paid them to yeah. to take their your weather information from you. <laughs> could you imagine that's what that's he did? What the forecast devolve into 
Where it's like, now, if you're living in New York, you already know Soros, you're on whatever he's deciding is going to happen up there. Now, when we go into the Southeast, uh, it's like, what the fuck is this? I do. All the Black Lives Matter rallies have created a heat wave. Yeah. Is it just me or does that cloud look like a Jew? I don't know. I'm not. I'm just a weatherman for Fox weather. I can't tell. Just a meteorologist. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the clan hood for the warm weather update. The, like, this is happening at a time when the Weather Channel is, like, more openly acknowledging the effects of pollution and global warming and the apocalyptic situation that we're all in the midst of right now. Mm-hmm. And they've even, like, stated that, like, they're fully going to cover that as a main part of their weather narratives right. of like the nine sickest tornadoes that threw a fucking tree at a house, uh, <laughs> which is what I see every time I go to the weather channel. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, they have a long history of spreading, or at least Fox News has a long history of spreading climate related misinformation. They've been dismissive of the crisis. One climate scientist argued Fox News has been the greatest promoter of climate change disinformation over the past two decades, which is a hell of that sounds a... sounds like some hater shit, dude. I mean, but that's... <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of contributors to that. That's like... You yeah, know, no. Or, yeah, it's top level When you're ranking right groups... Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at it because the United States has such an oversized role in, for whatever reason, leading the earth into its own destruction that when you have one channel that's speaking to one half of the government being like, nah, it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess it is probably. Yeah, maybe it does deserve that title. A little over a month ago, Fox News literally cut away from an emergency briefing on the deadly storm in <laughs> oh, New God. York because the topic of climate change came up. The Fox News, like it was a yeah. Thursday morning New York briefing on the deadly storms and floods. Uh, and a Democratic congressman cited climate change as a factor. And they immediately pulled away and anchor Bill Hemmer grumbled, well, that turned political quite quickly. So, Mm -hmm. which isn't like also, you know, in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida, only 4% of major network coverage even mentioned climate change. So it's not like they're alone in this, but they do seem to be coming at it from an angle of, you know, actively dismissing it as opposed to just politely ignoring it. Right. I just that's amazing to you pointed a camera at Congress and you're like, so political today. Where the hell are they what yeah. is going Whoa. on with this politics? Yeah. I mean, it might get to the point where the accepted wisdom is that it is climate change, and then there's gonna have to be like, Oh, there's a fire. Now we can't show that fire. That's too political. Right. There was a <laughs> there's a hurricane, not a political hurricane. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I feel like eventually that that's going to be other coverage is dictated if we, they're trying to ignore everything at all costs. Oh, we man. should start naming the hurricanes after Fox News anchors. Ooh, cool. yeah, Tucker. That'll that'll shame them. Yeah, yeah that they would just like <laughs> take that as a point of pride. That was a bad right. idea. Maybe my worst ever. No. <laughs> I'm in fact honored. With the distinction of a massive weather system with yes. the potential to alter yeah. the lives of millions. Oh, fuck them. But our writer, Jam, was pointing out that, like, because they... So they're, they're claiming, like, we're not going to not cover it. <laughs> so Fox Weather, we're not going to not cover it. 
<laughs> but even if they acknowledge it, it kind of creates this dystopian strategy where Fox News perpetuates climate change, right. which leads to more extreme weather, which in turn increases viewership for Fox weather. Like when you think about how this project was launched, it, there's almost no chance that they weren't like, well, the future of weather is going to be really bad because of climate change. Hence, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs there, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, you look, like they said, there's a picture of a, a, what is it, a burning building? Just fucking stay on it. Yeah. yeah you know, just that's uh, similar strategies. But I, I, I'm curious to see, like, what the, what this weather coverage, like, yeah. Because like. how do you the make weather it channels, patriotic? Yeah. <laughs> right. The weather channel, like, at least has, you know, like, they, I like how they've sort of been evolving over the years to really help people, like, get like not have such an abstract idea of what like terrible weather is like when they're like okay you know what a flood is and they're like here with with the computer graphics i will show you what six foot of flooding looks like what eight feet of flooding <laughs> looks like relative like to yeah. a street sign and then people are oh yeah so for sort of dumb people like me who don't like like who are bad in science classes yeah help yeah tremendously absolutely and me, oh, yeah. I need a movie like Moonfall to make it all right. click, in, <laughs> click into place. You got a movie about this? <laughs> <laughs> about the heat wave today? <laughs> it's already up and running. And I think people were like, they didn't actively say climate change isn't real in the first six hours. But, you know, they're... They they haven't blamed rainstorms on immigrants yet, but that doesn't mean that they're like... <laughs> Faux right. apolitical posturing will be any less harmful in the long run. Well, hurricanes, Ooh. they come right up from the border, these hurricanes. Coyotes, but that's that's what you got to do. You got to stop yeah. it at the yeah. source. Hey, man. I, they start in Honduras, <laughs> and they take a very tumultuous journey with their children right. all the way. Some might say these hurricanes are bad parents putting their but kids at risk. Yeah. We need these walls to be damn 10 miles high. Block these... <laughs> Block <laughs> these storms. They can't. I want storms to come legally uh, through our wall into hey our man, country. Your mouth you know to where they're Jesus is ear. You know? <laughs> what was the thing Louis Gomert said the other day about he was talking to a scientist and he just had the most had the most asinine suggestion. And they're like, that's not even physically possible, fool. I mean, I think we're we're very quickly approaching these kinds of just idiocracy solutions to climate change. Yeah. yeah. It's like, um, well, can we just stop the heat? Right. <laughs> like, with what? Make a, like a big sunshade. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. What if we all leave our fridge door open for, for 10 yeah. years? Oh, Build, the Build, <laughs> Build the shade. Build the shade. Like, what the fuck, you idiots? Build you think put a big parasol over Florida is going to stop a hurricane? <laughs> that book, uh, Freakonomics, like literally made me buy something very similar like or i think i read it in like high school or you know it, and they were like yeah you know a lot of problems seemed really bad but then like somebody solved it like people thought horse poop was gonna like overwhelm our cities back before the invention of the car and so like one of the things they're probably gonna do is just like put a bunch of particulate matter in the atmosphere that will like block the sun's rays a little bit and like help us regulate temperature and i was like oh okay so i don't have to worry about this for like six months 
turns out. Thanks. Yeah. Lock the Not sun's true. rays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man. See, this is bad because we're all going to tune into Fox what just because we're like curious and then they're yeah. going to last forever. That first yeah, day, yeah. everybody's going to be like, what's this racist weather going to be like? And then it's <laughs> too late. Made too much money. Can you imagine, like, they just go too hard, and even their own viewers, like, look, I just want the weather, man. Right. Like, <laughs> I watch Fox News for, like, my, like, to get my racist mouth watering. Right. I just, I just want to know if it's going to rain tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't say critical race theory. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb, as always, such a pleasure having you, man. Where can, uh, where can people find you, follow you, watch you, all that good oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter. I had to start over on Twitter. Because of some, uh, I got banned. So follow me at Dumb Caleb. This is a good account. I'm not <laughs> impersonating anyone. <laughs> I didn't know Anymore. you could pretend to be presidential candidates. I thought that was fun and funny. And, Wait, uh, they, really? Yeah, I, they, you know, I saw other comics doing it. It was just fun. You change your profile picture and your name, and you're like, "Hey, I'm I'm Trump. Yeah. I'm Biden." I thought it was fun, and then I I got it took down. Uh, but uh, uh -huh. so now I'm Dumb Caleb, and it's just me on there. And I got a podcast called What's It Called with Dave Ross and it's really dumb and fun, uh, but I love it. And so listen to that. And, uh, what do you guys talk about? Uh, we rename stuff a lot and we don't know what our podcast is called. And it's just, a, it's an excuse yeah. to riff. Like we renamed Titanic and changed the name to boat. And then we Photoshop, uh, you know, then we <laughs> get on Twitter and we're like, Hey, if you have a dumb name for like, right. uh, for home improvement. And then like someone tweeted in, how about man? No, it was home Depot. <laughs> we were like home Depot. And someone renamed it Man's Labyrinth. And we laughed for eight days. <laughs> That's great. It's just super fun. And uh, so give, it a give it a listen. A lot of funny people tweet in. What's it called again? The show? <laughs> uh, what's it called? <laughs> hey. Uh, and is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying? Oh, uh, so <laughs> Twitter is like the, you know, it's the worst website. It's, it's amazing how... <laughs> Facebook just is the worst. And then Twitter, like, I guess a lot of people just don't have it. But uh, mm -hmm. I saw a tweet, uh, one of the tweets that makes me laugh so hard. I think about it sometimes. I love Steve Martin on there. I know he's an old guy, but uh, oh, I, one of his that made me laugh is uh, it was a quote tweet and from like NASA or something. It was astronomers just found 20 new moons around Saturn. And he said, I knew about him last year, but who the hell's going to listen to me? <laughs> 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 I just think he's the funniest. Uh, He's still the funniest guy, but uh, that's so funny, man. Yeah, Twitter can be a nightmare, but he's funny on there. Yeah, it really can. Miles, where can people find you? What's the tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Also, the other show, 420 Day Fiance with Sophie Alexandra, talking 90 Day Fiance. Let's see a tweet that I like. This one is from uh, Jason Kander at Jason Kander. Just since we're talking about taxes, he's tweeted, Elon Musk, beware. If they can tax a billionaire like me, they can tax you regular people too. <laughs> regular people. We've been paying our taxes this whole time, bro. <laughs> Which feels very much like the, <laughs> like billionaires are realizing, like, yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> we, yeah. We've been here. <laughs> That's amazing. Should oh, we just really? call it like the best at capitalism tax? Is that just like some yeah. compliment in there that they award? Just not like, just stop saying tax, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tax. It's going to be like the most baller. It's called who's paying this tab, right? Yeah. Ballers <laughs> only club. 
There you and go. <laughs> every week, the Ballers Only Club has to gather and be like, because, you know, like, what was it, the UN or something? Food scarcity sort of subdivision was like, you know, like 2% of Elon Musk's wealth could wipe out global hunger. But yeah. whatever, you know, and yeah. then you, you do it like that. You're like, OK, man, who's got the tab on global hunger? Who's got the tab on, <laughs> right. uh, like, modernizing, like, irrigation and, like, sub-Saharan Africa? Who's got that tab? And then it's just all ballers making it rain. You know, that's what they need. Yeah, if there's a rapper that could brag, like, if DJ Khaled was like, I solved, you know, I, this bridge came from me. I'm the, I was the guy that made that bridge. Then it would be right. cool. It'd be cool to be like, oh, hell yeah, my taxes do shit. Right, right. right. It's all about branding. Yeah. yeah. Ballin isn't about having three Rolls Royces. Ballin is about giving people educational financial choices. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Improving the post office. Like, can we just <laughs> honeypot them? Like, put somebody who they're interested in it, romantically Grimes? in there? Like, Ooh, yes. Grimes should have done this, <laughs> but like, and then just to like, She's too busy reading marks by a street sign. Right. And then just be like, hey, like, it's kind of fucked up that you haven't ended world hunger yet today. Like, that's. (laughs) Oh, right. Like Megan Fox or something. Yeah. I feel like Elon Musk secretly loves Megan Fox because he thinks Transformers is like the best film ever. (laughs) He's like, I don't know, Elon. Are you weed? And he's like, yeah, I'm weed. I'm weed. I'm weed. (laughs) Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Let's see, some tweets I've been enjoying. Maggie Winters tweeted, Oh, great, here comes James and his giant fucking peach. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Fuck that guy. And Brody Brody Gupta tweeted, I could change Logan Roy. (laughs) Good luck. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> just groaning. Like, <laughs> yes, we've guy. seen it, James. Yeah. Oh, it's great. No, you're right. It's huge. Fucking huge, man. You don't have to bring it every time. It's all people you know. Like, they know about your piece, dude. <laughs> that's the best tweet I've ever heard. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website. You guys heard about these things? Mm, no. Called dailyzeitgeist.com. Uh, it's where we post our episodes and our footnotes, Hello. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you should go check out, maybe. Miles, what's the song that we are sending people to go check out today? So this is a, you know, a rapper, sort of multi-hyphenate artist. Elon Musk. Chunky, no. <laughs> from the UK, but via Zimbabwe. And... You know, like in the grime scene and just like all kinds of different music scenes. But this is a really dope track called Meh, M-E-H, because it kind of sums up the vibe right now. Mm. But the track is anything but Meh. It's very, you know, it's just like that UK rap. I love the accent. I love the lingo. I like the production. uh, And I think you will, too. So go check out Meh by Chunky. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Met by Chunky. All right. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, Go visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcaster, wherever the hell you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us. But we are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending. And we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Bye.